I'm Dretch. <laughs> Go with it. And who are you? That That's was fucking Rebecca. That was Drunk Jeff. And I'm Rebecca from Coke Goat. And you're listening to Devil Horns. Devil Horns! Coke Goat is an independent stoner doom metal band out of the great city of Chicago. Just randomly happened upon them here in the past week on Facebook, and I was an immediate fan. And with me right now, I'm really happy to be talking with vocalist, guitarist, Jeff, and vocalist, synth player, Rebecca. Welcome, guys. Thanks for talking with me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's see. Uh, I, you know, I know very little about you guys, um, but I, I feel like, I mean, it's, I can't wait to hear more from you. Um, you uh, just released Vessel, your debut album last year. And of course, uh, the video for Buried in the City just released here, what, in the past past week or two? Uh, real recently. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit about the band and sort of how long you guys been together and kind of what, uh, what you're doing. Huh. <laughs> Jeff, you're, uh, you're yeah, going for it. Go for it. Uh, you know what? Uh, we I think we've been together for about two years, uh, and it came out of this boredom. And there we go, full screen. Uh, boredom, and you know, and lifelong uh, relationships that we had. So we, uh, you know, I had a bunch of songs going, and we brought together the uh, the six of us. And started this creating what we what we our first record, uh, our first eight songs are the first are our record. Yeah, we just were like, we've got enough songs for a record. Uh, we kicked one. We kicked one. It was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's six of us, and it's a really weird combo of people who I think I don't even think I've ever been in the same room with all six of them before this. Although kind of knew them all, Jeff sort of brought them together, and we work really well together. Uh, we drink a lot and smoke a lot. Hey, it's also as you you mentioned in the video and stuff. It's uh, I think that's one thing that brings us together is this uh, this kind of you know taking taking things lightly and uh, you know that you know we. I think we play very heavy music and we're creating very heavy music, but our sense of humors and our friendship and, you know, everything is like taking, you know, kind of with a grain of salt and, you know, it's a lot of smiling and laughing and a lot of handshakes and, you know, a lot of good times, you know, are had creating this music and, and having this group of people in the same room at the same also, time. Also really different musical influences. Um, I would say some of us might listen to music that, sounds similar or is in the same realm as what we classified in the same realm as what we're doing and then there's a lot of randoms you know after practice you wouldn't be surprised to hear Prince well I was surprised <laughs> to hear Prince a couple times or like oh recently Ed and Tim the bass player and another guitar vocalist they were listening to Phantom of the Opera the like <laughs> literally the musical it's just really weird. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, we'll listen to classics and things that we're, we get aligned with because of 
just because of classifications, but the range of influence is really wide. That's, most, most of these people, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but most no. of these people in this band are, are fucking old. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, except, for, except for Tim, the bass player, he's a, he's a young buck, but most of us are old and we've been around for a while and we've, we've known each other for a while through different circles of friendships or music or whatever. So, you know, this kind of works out in this really natural, organic way where we just get together and it's like, ah, oh, this is cool. Why don't we, let's work on this and see what happens and see where the, uh, the story takes us. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But, and Rebecca, just what you were saying, you know, I think that's really important to like, you know, yeah, of course, be listening to stuff that is sort of within your genre where you are. But I think it's so important, man, to be listening to like anything and everything, you know, and yeah. and man, that's what I do. I listen to everything from like Cannibal Corpse to the Rolling Stones to classical stuff to King Crimson, <laughs> you know, and and all over the place. I listen to, you know, NWA I was listening to just sure. yesterday, you know, and you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm a, I'm a musician yeah. too. And There's a- it's, uh, I think that's important. Also, uh, babies in the band. Well, babies being born within the band oh. within the last year or two. And, it, and that like, like we're it, literally like there was a baby born last Tuesday and then there's one wow. due in another oh. month and a half there. I had a baby a year ago and then there's, Two more. I have Tim. Uh, Jeff does not have any babies, nor does Tim, but everyone else is pretty much in line. So I think that what like influences are now coming from like baby sound machines and um, <laughs> like other weird stuff, just weird things that. But also, like you bring up the baby thing. You bring up the baby thing, and it, maybe it's because like people are going through such drastic life changes. Also, yeah. That like maybe like. It, I mean, that's going to be like a heavy, you know, that's so going to come out So practice is a real uh, refuge for a lot of us. Like for me, it's like, yeah, one time a week that I'm definitely not having a baby around. Where you're not a mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be a great relief. I'm a parent myself and I know it. I mean, even doing stuff like this, like doing a podcast and talking yeah. to people, like love my kids love them to death but man sometimes you need to get away you know and you need to have that release there and so i know how that is yeah there's a lot of babies in coco and it's strange but i think it works well because then everyone's real serious Hmm. when they're there and then jeff and tim without the babies uh they're they understand how serious it is for everybody else so they're just like they're like we got to give this to jordan like jordan's got two kids now like we got to make this whatever he wants to do tonight that's what we're doing then we'll just hit the lead later <laughs> yeah yeah so it's funny uh, well as far as uh, sort of in the the doom stoner metal sort of vein uh, what are you guys listening to that have influenced you to kind of go this route with this band you know that's a really that's more you. That's a really hard question. Um, I really, I really don't have an answer. Um, what I've been listening to lately, uh, bands like uh, I'm really excited for the new Atlas Moth to come out, the new Tombs to come out, which it seems like uh, June's going to be a huge month for music. All this yes. new music is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited for those guys. These new records. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for something, someone who's kind of pushing, pushing a little bit. Uh, there's a great band from Chicago called Bloodiest that 
plays really weird fucking music yeah, and it's really it fucking heavy but it's like heavy and weird and it's like it's not metal it's not doom it's not sludge it's just fuck it's heavy and weird and cool and it's just like ah yeah i like that so it kind of gravitate toward more of that um I don't know anything that's pushing the, doing stuff, you know. Yeah. Of course, you know, like the Yob or whatever, and, and bands like that. But you know, bands that are pushing the envelope and having a having a good time with it, and aren't taking themselves, you know, they're taking themselves seriously because you spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of money on your craft and what you're doing, but you're not taking yourself too seriously, and you're still like projecting, like you know, a good time, you know. And like, I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to I might say some fucked up shit when I'm, you know. <laughs> saying stuff on the microphone but i'm not going to be like hey bro what's going on you know <laughs> kill herself or like you know this is our last night let's uh do uh, a bunch of drugs and die you know? <laughs> we're not into dying yeah i'm into living as much as i can live <laughs> yeah know? yeah um i think that's a great um sort of introduction into talking about the video buried oh. in the city like I said, that's responsible for immediately turning me on as a fan. Not only is the music solid and really, really awesome, but that video, it was just like, it, I, you totally just, I don't know how to, you know, you, you, you tricked me almost, you know, I mean, into, into watching it. serious though. Yeah. We're very serious about what we're doing. Oh yeah. And, but it is, it is amazingly awesome. And, uh, I just totally, I'm just like these guys line up with my sense of humor. I love these guys. It's, it's really cool. So, uh, how did this video come about? Like what, who came up with the idea to do something like yeah. that? And it's almost like, I don't want to, I don't want to really spoil it for people who haven't seen it yet. Cause I know there are a lot of people oh, listening who probably haven't seen it. it. So it's kind of hard, you know? We could tell you what the original yeah, concept could, was, yeah. and then it switched. We met with the guy who was going to shoot it. We met with him like five, six times, and we were ready to shoot it. And we went to the space that we were going to shoot the last part of it. And then Jeff saw a part of that space, and he was like, let's just change it. We're going to so, shoot this really, really fucking... Now that now, now that I look back, I was like, I'm so glad we didn't fucking do this, because it's like, man, I would look like... like an idiot this like this this like being so serious it's like, it was a lot and, like, more it, serious and, and people who knew me or know us would like they saw this video it's just, like what what are you doing like, right, like we had this idea where like we were going to be digging and like yeah. you know buried, 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 buried in the city buried in the city some faceless kind of ogre dude's going to be digging and digging and digging and the song would get more intense yeah. Wow. There'd be cuts of us playing, and then he like digs up this box, and some light lights shooting out, and then there's Coco playing tiny in the box. <laughs> Which was funny. But That's like, a cool idea. Yeah, well, yeah. It was funny, but like logistically, like getting us in the box was gonna be <laughs> true. true. It's funny, but but we we had concerns like, will that be taken too seriously? Like we don't know that it's funny. Yeah. We're not like laughing while it's happening yeah. and then we so we were going to dig the you know dig and then we went to the space where we were going to shoot the indoor inside of the box stuff and there was a kitchen set up and it was gorgeous and i was fucking high and it. hot and i was just like hey <laughs> check out this shit brilliant yeah. brilliant so how hard how hard was that to shoot and sort of put together and what kind of well, time that, frame were you working with you know that wasn't hard the hardest part was going to practice the next day and convincing and, and, everyone else. 
that we were going to change the concept so drastically. Yeah, like a day before we were actually going to yeah. shoot, or two <laughs> oh, days yeah. before, it whatever. Was, it was two days before. Yeah. So, we're like, oh, hey, you guys, you don't have to be there on Tuesday and Wednesday because we're going to shoot this other thing on Saturday. But it's way less work. And way, but... Yeah, it's way less work. <laughs> and, but the idea is this. And the, uh, the blank stares that I got were very... Uh, <laughs> it almost it made me almost doubt myself, but I was like, it was, like, it was yeah. the same thing that happened when I was thinking of the, the when I, when the actual idea of the video came to my mind. I was just like, I thought about it, looking at this, you know, the set, and I was like, should I should I say this? I'm like, should I say this out loud for these people? <laughs> like, you know, the, like, and the it director was me and, and the and, video guy, yeah, the and, director and Rebecca, and I was like, should I say this? I'm like, you just say it. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? And I yeah. said, I was like, why don't we do this? And I was like, okay, I have concerns about that idea, Jeff. And then the videographer was so into it because he had all these ideas on how to shoot. Oh, I'm going to use these techniques. I'm going to do this slow-mo, fast-mo. It's like, let's make it sexy. And I was like, Jeff, you're more of the metal dude than I, but think about this. (laughs) But no, I think it was great, and it turned out fantastic. Yeah, and it was was cheap it was quick and it was a good time and yeah drink a lot of fucking wine and that was yeah, good how, yeah. how was the meal did you actually eat eat the meal uh we ate a little bit of the meal yeah, yeah i mean by the time it was shot it in was, full it was it was yeah. kind of like those the yeah i can't even talk i think about the best it. part was the uh the wine kept on getting poured into oh yeah big, we had to shoot that over and big over pictures and then at I the end of the shoot like our it. guitarist ed was grabbing the pitchers of wine and drinking it, <laughs> well, <laughs> like the like the English. Uh, yeah, uh, he's English. The English knight he is. Hey, can't let it go to waste. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that's. I'm I'm so glad that you know you just got to take risks sometimes, and just go with it. And, uh, and it definitely shows more. Of, it definitely shows more of our personality. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was my big selling point. Is like, hey, we're not a f- bunch of fucking guys yeah. we don't have long hair we don't you know we're not sitting there yeah. and it's like it's like oh yeah digging holes we're i'm just the like, only with one with long hair in this band we're sitting there True. Eating, uh, you know we're sitting there <laughs> eating fucking food and laughing have a good time yeah oh yeah and it is shot so beautifully you're uh the the videographer amazing i mean the the kind of shots i don't know how how much input you guys had into it and how many of the ideas were his but so many of those close-ups and sort of the slow-mo thing and the looks you guys were giving the camera as you were doing yes. what you were doing in the video and some of the poses and the random the guy in the refrigerator the guy <laughs> you know the hand coming out of nowhere and shaking yeah. the stuff into the pot it just just brilliant. I love those little touches. It's stuff like that. It just makes it like that much cooler. Um, yeah, going, going into it, well, it was definitely the idea of like getting stuff close and making, you know, this like, yeah, let's make this as, excuse my French, as fucking metal as possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he wanted to use these video techniques. The slow-mo and, stuff. And it's, when we had the original digging idea and us playing in this white room, it seemed like that could get really cheesy fast. But with this, it was there was more opportunity to uh, make it look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So more the grated cheese, <laughs> grated cheesier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I encourage everybody listening out there right now. Drop everything you're doing. I'm gonna have a link in the show notes to the YouTube video for Buried in the City. You gotta drop it. Drop what you're doing and and watch it right now because it's 
and is just brilliant to me. It's so brilliant. And this is the kind of band that I just really like listening to and knowing and talking to because they got a sense of humor. They're not taking everything seriously. You know, it's, it's, that's just really great. And I'm not sure that I would have even necessarily reached out to you guys if you would have had a more dark, kind of serious sort of video. Um, because the music rocks. The music's awesome. But what sent me sort of over the top and like, I got to meet these guys, is just knowing that you have this sense of humor and, and just yeah, have and fun I, with I, what like, you do. Honestly, like I said before, maybe it doesn't come across in our music, you know, but, but at the same time, we don't take ourselves, we don't take ourselves seriously, you know, or you might look serious when we're performing or, you know, playing. we're professionals. <laughs> I mean, you're fucking great. We're professionals. Drunks. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But like, you know, but we could, but, but we know like, our, like how we feel or like how we interact with each other. And yeah. I think that's what, that's where that comes across. So, like I said, we're playing live. It you know it might not come up you know like a bunch of you know jokesters or whatever hucksters or whatever the word is. But uh, we uh, you know when we're when we're hanging out, it's like it's nothing but a good time. Yeah. I mean, we have this like plaque at our at our recording studio that a, a buddy of ours did, and it's or, I'm sorry, our practice space that a buddy of ours did, and it's uh, it says Club Coco on it because like you know. Yeah. It's like we hang it up, turn on the lights, and just listen to Prince. <laughs> That's not even a lie. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Sometimes it's a lot harder, you know, a lot easier to have to practice being friends when it is music. <laughs> <laughs> it's a portion cookie. <laughs> yeah. We'll send you a portion cookie. <laughs> hey, all right, all right. Oh, but um, I love the name Coke Goat. And and by the way, before before I get into my question uh, about that, um, I need merch, like in the worst way from you guys. I would imagine like oh. just a black shirt with coke goat on it, and that's it. I would love. I, I'd be the first I don't even one. Know if we have that, <laughs> we'll have to make one. I, have I would love shirts. it. We even have a white shirt. We decided to really take a risk. Yeah, I think with design oh. stuff, I think we just kind yeah. of. Make a white do, shirt. Or just do one, and then we we do a, a pressing of like 15 or 20 of them. Yeah, and so then our shirt, we have, we've had a lot of different shirts because we keep uh, switching. Keep on going and going. Um, on. My oh, husband is actually a tattoo artist. He's the guy who did that album cover, so he's done a That's a great cover. cover. Wow. Awesome. And I'm like taking credit for it. Like, oh, yeah. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, so he did a shirt for us, and yeah, we have a lot of talented people who are working on different shit. Yeah, that that cover would be a great shirt as well. I would, I would buy that. I would. Uh, I also like the uh, keeping it, keeping moving forward, and let's like keep on doing stuff. Yeah. I already think like the, the music we're creating now is so different. much so much different than the music that's on the record. Yeah. I think it's just like nice. so much more. Like I think it's more advanced as who we are as a, a as a unit because we're all yeah. like I said we're all old as fuck but it's we're not as fancy maybe, age but we're in fancy as a unit people age. might like it but whatever <laughs> I love it I love to see you evolve and you're not just trying to make the same album oh, all yeah. over again you know, and you know I'd be mortified if that happened yeah yeah and you obviously have the talent there for it because I said I was I was just blown away by Vessel I love that that whole album from front to back because it is diverse you know it's not the whole thing isn't slow 
you know, sort of doom stuff because you do have faster stuff. You do have louder stuff and it gets heavier and then it draws back a little bit. And it, it's really a, a great album. And uh, it's on Spotify right now. I'd listen to it on Spotify. And um, I also, I, I bought it too. I, I got on the, uh, I think it's Bandcamp. Um, Thank you for I had that on there and uh, I just felt you guys deserved a few bucks and uh you're you buying these beers yes. right now hey <laughs> all right all right well cheers <laughs> all right yes for those of you listening we are all drinking right now yeah. and um good beers good beers it's not like we all have bud lights in our hands or something it's actually beers worth drinking <laughs> ah, but um so anyhow that's good to hear that you're uh, you're still writing music you're actively writing music right now is there like a sort of an album planned out right now or are you just kind of writing and uh what's the status there i feel we're uh we're halfway through yeah, I'd say we're halfway through the through. writing process um, another album yeah and i feel that maybe uh come the new year this like start Dropping, you know, recording some more tracks. I was going to say dropping some more tracks, recording some more tracks. We're going to drop some hits. Yeah, we're going to drop tracks. some hits. Record some tracks. Drop some yeah, hits. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, get some stuff. Uh, I think uh, this band is very, uh, we're going to, uh, again, work with Andy Nelson, who recorded our first record. Yeah, he's, uh, he's great. He's great. He's great to work with. It. He's Chicago dude from uh, Weekend Nachos. He's Awesome to work with. I, I can't I wait to work with him again. I love and Weekend Nachos. Yeah. Oh, you know Weekend Nachos? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I reviewed uh, their, their newest album here. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, and oh. uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic band. Yeah, we loved working with him. Yeah. He wow. was great. And I was actually thinking today when I was when I was uh, using a washroom, like uh, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like using a... Like uh, we were hoping to like maybe have the rec like songs done by maybe fallish time and we record in the fall, so the weather would be a certain way. But now like I'm thinking it's gonna be more like the new year, so the weather you know like I, you would be on the east coast you, you get this slush. too. It's gonna be fucking a mess. Yeah. yeah. Or some polar vortex. Yeah. Or so might as well maybe just, that, like, camp in. Yeah. Or that would be awesome. Like having like the weather as like you know, I was like God it fucking sucks outside. Yeah. Who's going to hang out and make music forever? Yeah, we recorded in the. Was it? Was like March. Yeah. In March, the last time. Spring. It seemed. It didn't feel like spring. It felt real dark and. That might be a good idea, though. It's like maybe make a. <laughs> uh, try to make a record a. Uh, a summer a, jam? A, a, every season. <laughs> next one will be a summer jam. Yeah, we're going to do a summer jam next. Because it is amazing. I mean, you live, uh, I know Chicago has extreme, you know, variations in, in your seasons. You get really crazy winters, but then you have really, really hot summers as well. And yeah. not a whole lot in between. You know, you, you get some fall and some spring, but it's it's really short compared to the, the insanity of the, Very the true. and I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania. I'm the same way. Our winters are nuts here. And Hold on uh, a second. You're in Erie, Pennsylvania? Yeah. What about that show? Wasn't there a show called Erie, Pennsylvania? A TV show. I have no idea. That sounds like, 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 like an ABC. It was like this weird, <laughs> like maybe like kid detective. Yeah, but it was it was Erie. Oh, I don't know if it was Pennsylvania. It might have been Erie. Hmm. Oh, maybe it was Erie. In the That's uh, yeah. It sounds. <laughs> that sorry. sounds familiar. No, no. You're, hey. You're probably right. It it it's yeah. totally. It's got a great name. You know. Excuse me. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, 
but uh, no, I just know the seasons here, and and it's amazing how your mood changes and your whole feeling changes. I mean, once you once you come yeah. out of that winter and the the weather gets good, and right now we're in the middle of you know some pretty nice weather, all of a sudden I'm extreme. I'm like I'm really happy now, like really happy. And I was getting I was getting kind of bummed out there during that long winter. So you know, it's amazing. I think the the kind of music that you could write, you know, coming out of a a winter and and going through now a really nice summer and then going back into winter and, and seeing what sort of stuff comes out. That's, that's a good idea. Cause, Cause I honestly think though, but like the, I think the stuff we're writing now is a little, seems a little darker than the stuff on, that's on that record. At least a little more, it's a little more, it's more complicated for sure. Cool. But it's a, it's, it's a little more like we've been together now for a couple of years. More, it's the same I would say it's more like moody. Season. I don't know if I yeah. would say it's more dark, personally, but I think it's a little more um, mood-evoking. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I think it's heavy as fuck. Man. It is heavy. Uh, <laughs> and, like, we've, we've like kind that. of dialed in now, and, like, we're getting, like, you know, we're getting, yeah. our, you know, now we're in a groove. It's like this the sophomore thing, you know? It's like either be the jinx, but I think we're getting, like, the yeah. the punching bag, you know? You know? Yeah. Jordan, the drummers, and the admin. All, all the babies, and so when people <laughs> yeah. are there, they're so they're so intense on being there. That's great. That's great. How much <laughs> collaboration? For my babies. <laughs> How much collaboration is there? Do you have? Do you guys have like a principal songwriter, and you pretty much map it out from there, or do you kind of jam on things for a while, and everyone sort of contributes, and you see what happens there? What's the songwriting process? It'd be sweet though if it was a, if we had a school. And like someone was actually principal songwriter. <laughs> like a dean. <laughs> well, we've got a dean of songwriting, but not a principal. Mm. Uh, actually, I feel like uh, people might come in. No, there's not a principal songwriter. Yeah. I wouldn't say at this point. It seems like people come in with riffs at, or parts, and then. It and then it kind of goes from there, and then everybody else weighs in. It definitely started like that because I, I, I kind of took well, it. Yeah. I was just like I just, I just Jeff started. I just out. fucking made a bunch of shit by myself, and I was like, "Hey, guys, want to play some music?" Yeah. But now, as we we took those songs and we kind of flipped them, and everyone had their input, and we did it. Now we're we kind of I think that kind of taught us to work together as a unit. Yeah. Where we like you know we could say stuff and be like, "Hey, that's not working." What's you know, hit fucking delete on that, <laughs> or just like, yeah, let's go with that, let's go with that, and maybe you don't have a part for that, or maybe you're not feeling it, but, excuse me, after time, you just kind of mold with it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing up. Hey. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. <laughs> but, uh, but there's I... Not, there's not really also, it's funny, uh, there's a lot of people that have been playing music for a long time in this band, and I'm not including myself in that, because I haven't, but um, I feel like they don't get upset when their ideas get shut down, which I was actually kind of looking cool. forward to. I really <laughs> wanted to see some man fights. <laughs> yeah. like, I wanted to see some crying, but it never happens. So yeah. I think that that, you know. Yeah, she usually cries when he's like dying. <laughs> you know, we've got some hypochondriacs, yeah. we've got some drunks, we've got some like yeah. 25-year-olds that act like 55-year-olds. Well, there's just one, but, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the writing process is definitely like whatever happens, happens. And I think we all have a, you know, a, we don't, you know, we don't wear our, 
what's the uh, thing hard about, on our sleeves. Hard on our sleeves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so like you know you could be like hey that you know that sucks let's move on let's you know but, let's subway some time. Yeah. Well, but I was gonna say on the same token, if we had a principal songwriter, we might have four albums right now yeah. because I think you know everyone's real respectful and. And like, oh, I don't know about that. Okay, well, let's try it a couple times and see what's going, like, see if that works. Oh, yeah, that works, or it doesn't. So maybe we need, like, well, and also more like, of a dictator. And a dictator. also, like, every band I've ever... We wanted, like, four... Any ba- every band I've ever yeah. been in has been a pretty uh, democratic way of songwriting, you know? So yeah. that always takes... I mean, that's going to take forever to write fucking songs, you know, a lot of times. You know, if, you know, if I came in and was like... Oh, here's six minutes worth of music and the charts. Learn it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's not what I want to do. That's not why I asked Chase and Ed and you and Jordan and Tim right. to play music with me and play music with each other. Is like I want your input because like you guys are all bring something fucking weird to the table. Sure. You know. I've only been in one other band and it was a family band, so that was just like everyone's yelling at each other. Wow, I couldn't imagine that, man. That would be. It was like me and my husband and my brother and his brother. I mean, it's cool, but not <laughs> not really democratic. So, uh, so Cocoa is like a vacation. It's wonderful. Yeah. No crying. So yeah, this you know whatever happens happens kind of mentality. There's no there's really That's no cool. formula to it. You know, we try to like a lot of times we write uh, maybe a couple things at a time. I think we're working on two separate songs at a time. You know, kind of themes. You know, like you have a theme going through the song. So like two different things going on, and which I think is like really great, but at the same time, can be really fucking confusing. It gets, confusing. It gets really confusing. It's like oh, and like we don't even name for the song. It's like which one is it? It's the third new one. Fourth. Fourth. <laughs> the, the new. Fourth, oh, then the then new, just new, says fourth. the new new. One. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love it. That tells us a whole lot. <laughs> and this is where all the booze and yeah, oh booze yeah, and the play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I've been in some bands too, and we operated much the same way you guys do. Yeah, yeah. it's like whatever it. happens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hours and hours and hours. We had uh, this is probably like ten years ago, and we were just we'd record all our practices on like a four track cassette, you know. Yeah. And we just record everything and everything. We'd be drinking and smoking, whatever. We didn't even remember what we did, you know, the next day, and we were just listening to the tapes. And that's all we had were were these four tracks. And we'd go back through stuff and just, oh yeah, that's Which, that's good. That's not. That sucks. That was wow. That was weird, you know, and stuff. That's but it's it, like we don't we don't we we kind of record ideas that are. Finished ideas, so like finished progressions and stuff. Would mm. you, you're saying you re, you would just record ideas and pick, you would cherry pick ideas and be like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, you this is cool. Probably got some good shit in there. But is that how you're doing it? Like you're like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. wow, that was that was a great way that we just did that. Or man, you came up with a great great vocals there. Like all of a sudden, you actually sang something good, and so you got to do Which, that again. And yeah, you know. we'll flesh yeah. this out and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but. uh yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's different with everyone. You know, everyone gets yeah. in the room differently, and everyone's got a different room. Everyone's got different amps, and everyone's got different personalities. And Right on. Right on. But it was in that same band. See, we, we would just jam for hours and hours, but it was that same band. See, I like what you guys are saying where, like, you're all really respectful, and you can, you can you know, somebody can take criticism and, and yeah. handle it well and not be offended or upset. If you say, "Hey, we're not quite into that riff," you know, let's let's move on and do something else, because it was in that same band where 
you know, the, the one the guy, we were a power trio. And uh, the one guy, he was just, he would really take it personally if you didn't like his song or his riff, you know. And it was a bummer. He's, he's still a great friend of mine. I love the guy. But, but you know, it was just that whole. With three people. Oh, yeah. Six. Well. Yeah, yeah. maybe if we have a couple buffers. Yeah, there's like we have more buffers. Like, yeah, uh, you know what? I, yeah. You know, Chase is really pissing me off. I'll go talk to Ed because everything because Ed knows everything. And then me and Chase are talking. I don't know. He pissed off Jeff, and me and Chase are like, ah, Jeff's such a dick. But I know what you're saying. Like, you know, I was in a, I was in a band where like, dude, were wars riffs on his sleeve, and it's just like, mm. dude, you can't. It's like I don't because I don't like it doesn't mean anything. It's right. I don't like it. You know. Right. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. I don't like a lot of stuff. You know. Well, I like everything. <laughs> I know. I was talking about. I thought we were talking about food for a second. <laughs> so, how hard is it with six people? You have three guitars, which I think is awesome, and that explains a lot of, I think, the thickness of your sound. Um, because I don't imagine you do a whole lot of overdubs in the studio with three guitars. No. You know, it's pretty much probably those um, those three tracks. But um, you know, how hard is it? you know writing with with six people and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm especially interested in you know with rebecca your synth part in it because i love the way you work synth into it because it's it's really tasteful it's i expected something completely different um so how you know i guess another part of that uh, the whole different question is you know how you work synth into this and sort of um you're thinking about it but uh, first of all how is it with six people um in this whole thing as far as just writing and controlling everyone and with everyone's schedules and lives and babies and, and everything. Yeah. Is, is it hard to sort of keep, keep things going? I guess it's, uh, uh, I recently set up a, uh, a boat cruise for us where it was just going to be a <laughs> band on a boat on the Chicago river. And then, yes. and I also recently set up a, uh, two day tour, a two day, you know, weekend, getaway for the band to play some music and uh the uh two-day thing fell through but the boat tour was actually harder to to set up with six people <laughs> than the two-day playing out in chicago and milwaukee if that makes any logistical I mean, sense yeah. <laughs> we like we you know we've got tuesdays and yeah. for the most part it happens every once in a while we get like a sunday at noon or one which is so weird so weird but wow. that might happen too because we have nine to fivers and we have yeah uh bartenders and we have moms and dads moms and dads and but it, it does happen like and, and it doesn't Tuesdays for the most part yeah. it's on and and if it's not on if you don't show up that's if you have other things going yeah, on that's fucking fine like um, you know, I'll find you for a, for a, a bad note. I won't find you for not showing up for practice. Mm. <laughs> it's really hard to practice without Jordan, though. Jordan's the drummer. Yeah, it's yeah, that's really hard. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, but then we have like maybe we'll have like if he doesn't show up, we'll have string practices where like the three guitars will get together yeah. with the bass player, and uh, we'll just write, you know. And it's like a lot of times yeah. it's easier to fucking write without. Well, Six quiet, people in a room. Yeah. It's not like fucking yeah. noodle room, you know? Yeah, noodle town. Yeah, noodle town. So said. when I find out it's a string practice, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm not going to come because you guys are just going to like jerk off all night. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to watch that again. 
You guys can just go put on the Santana record and just jam along. <laughs> so I opt out on those nights usually. Yeah. But it, but it's also like I said, it's like like a lot of times I'll like ask Chase. I'll be like, hey, who Chase is like another guitar player that that's had a child. Um, I'm like, hey man, what are you doing tonight? Why don't we get together a couple hours before we get together for practice, and we'll just you know. Get some parts. I got some parts with this fucking hash yeah. amount. And then, and then we, we show then we, up and they're like, okay, this is what we're playing. Yeah. Like, when and then this like, happen? But then like other people <laughs> add their shit to it. Yeah, and like, and then you know, added. And as soon as like drums hit the fucking stuff, it completely changes like one way yeah. or another. And it's, then you take it from there and you move forward and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of wait. And you asked about synth. <laughs> I just sort of wait until the structure is down. Like, I don't really. Hmm. I don't really care what something sounds like, per se. I just wait until the structure's figured out. And then I can, I don't know. And then I add my shit. That's smart. I don't really, really, I don't know. It's frosting on the cake, basically. How active are you um, in the songwriting process? Do you do a lot of that, or are you pretty much just, like you said, what what you do? Here's what happens. They are playing in the noodling out but i'm not doing anything because i'm listening and sometimes waiting until the song is solidified structure wise Mm. so i drink a lot so when you ask what's my input my input is like and i have a microphone so i do vocals (laughs) so like oh my god that sounds like shit what are you guys doing and then they're like really rebecca can you stop being a dick i'm like i'm sorry but if I heard that at a show, like I would stab myself and then leave, and then, and then they're like, "Okay, it. maybe we should try to figure out a little, a little bit more detail what your criticism actually means." And sometimes it's valid, and sometimes it's definitely not. I was talking about how I get really drunk while you guys are noodling, and then I'm like, yeah, "That you're sounds pretty, terrible." When you, when you get drunk, you're very honest, which is probably pretty good. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Like when we when we get drunk, we're like we're very well. Uh, they get drunk, and they're all like riffy and like just. <laughs> sometimes it gets really. It just, needs to, it, It's great to have like that third and fourth and fifth and sixth yeah. person to be like to kind of like a kind of like a check. Be like, oh yeah, yeah. this is awesome. I wrote this when I was fucking, you know, like on two tabs of fucking white blotter. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Great, it's you guys need to stop doing that because yeah. it made me hurt. Sounded great 10 years ago, but yeah. yeah, it's good to have like those, you know, those, yeah, those, you know, people around you that you can, like you, you trust and like, that's why they're here. And that's why they're saying, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I, I you know, just, or, uh, <laughs> Rebecca is just like, ah, oh, yeah. You know, she tells me my like hair looks like horrible. The, I'm kind of like the band <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not seeing that right now. I mean, I couldn't imagine you as being. No, that. let's be honest. Chase is the band asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I have strong opinions because I I wait until the songs are structured. Well, before Rebecca, I when you when you're a woman in the company of five other guys. I mean, you just got to lay it out there. I mean, you you got to call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? And just... Yeah, and I don't even really think about it in a gender sense very much, which is actually really great. That is. Yeah. yeah. That is, And that was that was something else that um, piqued my interest about Coat Goat, is uh, you don't see a whole lot of women in, especially stoner metal, you know, like doom metal. You know, this is predominantly guys. And uh, just seeing you being a part of this 
And your vocals are beautiful, by the way. The way that they're added in there, it adds so much to the song. Um, and I think that's that's really tough to do, especially in this genre. And so, I don't know, how, how weird is it for you? I mean, you're in this, this really, really heavy band, and I don't know what you were playing before in your family band, but just, you're, you're sort of this metal chick now. And is that, you know... Yeah. Is that weird for you? Are you comfortable in this role? And, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys here. Comfortable. It's, it was nerve wracking at first, just sort of uh, being, I don't know, for me, because I haven't been playing music that, for that long. And I was playing bass and doing vocals before, but just being on stage in general with, there, you know, there's lights and people are looking at you and it's weird. So that for yeah. me in itself was already strange, but... Um, I guess I didn't think of it as a, no, I guess I'm the more attractive person in the band. I'm the most attractive. I would, I would, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. You know, I mean, Jeff, you're a good looking guy. Don't get me wrong, but no, I'm barely a guy. (laughs) (laughs) And just on that note, Rebecca, I'm sorry, before you continue, uh, Jeff, I loved your eyes in the video for Buried in the City, there was something about your eyes during some of those screaming parts. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what it was, <laughs> but dude. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> he kind of looks like a surprised kitten a lot. They were, they were, there was something about them. You had me hypnotized. Had me hypnotized. They, something about them. There's, there's something about, there's something about the uh, creepy long stare that I, I, I really like. No, it's hard to look away. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. I do it like a lot of times in a live performance. I'll, I'll look at no one in the back of the crowd and just like stare at him and hopefully <clears throat> every guy in the place thinks I'm staring at him. <laughs> oh my God. It, it is mostly guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to uh, interrupt you, Rebecca, but uh, I just had to, had to put that out there. But yes, yes. Uh, despite Jeff's beautiful hypnotic stare. Um, he does have a beautiful hypnotic stare. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, you are by far the, the most attractive. So, um, <laughs> well, just because I'm not gay, you know, I'm, that's just. That's, good. that's a good point. You know, that's, that's how I operate, I guess. Um, yeah, so they put me like, you know, not center on the stage, but I'm sort of there more or less. But but, also, but also, like one of my, my one of my favorite parts of this band is. Um, because anyone could create heavy music, and everyone just was like, sludgy, sludgy, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 over the, over the fucking songs. But I love creating, like, uh, vocal, like, landscapes over stuff where, like, you know, like, I'm doing, like, I, I'm a, you know, I can't really yeah, sing like building song. It. Yeah, really building fun. it. Yeah, like, where I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking kind of like, the, you know, the growly kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, we got Ed, who can actually sing. And then we got uh, Rebecca, who could actually sing, you know, sounds like a woman, you know, and, like, uh, like to build those and use it like you know here and there i think is like a great aspect of because it's not it kind of breaks up the monotony of this like you know this like kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. you know i love you know and i love music that does that for like a whole fucking record but i also like a I lot know. of times I, yeah i don't know i, I, I was just like what are this like but but i do like i think i think with heavy music, I think one of the coolest things you could always do and always expand on is like you sit there and write as fucking many riffs as you want and just be like as heavy as you want, but like get creative with your vocals and like push that yeah. aspect because like it's just like too like 
You could like do anything you want. Timing or yeah, I just bought like an effects box for my vocals that I'm experimenting with, so I could like do some more weird shit and like nice. I think it's I think that's one of the aspects I love about this band because Ed, the guitar player, can sing wonderfully. Yeah, he's. I can't. Rebecca can sing, so we have like this nice little trio of vocals that we could bring in there and use at any time like we want and use tastefully and not use all the time yeah. and like you know kind of break up the monotony of like the, the traditional kind of heavy music vocals a lot of time you know with like the kind of the growly fucking shit you know yeah and that's i think everything you guys do really well is uh you use the right word jeff is tasteful you know everything you've you've done uh so far you know especially on on vessel that i've heard um you know you haven't overused things you haven't stayed in one sort of uh, way of thinking you know for too long and and i think you're really smart about that um so that's uh, that's really and really I, awesome and i also think that that in itself is a uh that that could be uh i sometimes see that that as a crutch because like it's just like okay we did this like this many times let's switch it up we're gonna switch it up let's switch it up let's keep it fresh because hmm. we're reading the story we're going from point A to point B yeah. and to get there we we got to take this journey and stuff but a lot of times the journey maybe should be um, the same thing like sometimes you walk through a fucking forest for fucking ever or you walk through the, yeah you walk through the fucking yeah. desert yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but like you know like like a lot of there times have been, this, there have been times when we're like it's like too much it's we're like, like too really much do we on. need to have this many changes like no. we, did, we don't even know what song we're playing now yeah so, and so then we change it up and yeah. then but yeah but it also comes you know but that's also hasn't having six people in the band who have six different musical backgrounds and listen to six different things at that day or that time and like you know that's like you know right it works out you know yeah yeah it certainly does certainly does now rebecca with your synth um how challenging is it to add synth into metal because you, you got this fine line i think with synth and metal where it can be really really awesome and then all of a sudden it can be really cheesy and sort of over the top and sort of takes away i think from the whole whole atmosphere you're trying to create with the song so um like with this band in particular whatever i've played out of i've always struggled to be loud enough so <laughs> so i'm not even sure if i've had the problems of of it being overbearing but i feel like I'm not looking at it as, I don't look at it as an instrument, so maybe that helps. It's like I look at it as more atmosphere or mood. Right, right. But it's, like I don't, but, want it, I don't want you to notice it per se. But, I just want but it you would miss it if it wasn't there, definitely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. But I think the more we move on with our compositions of our songs, these synth is definitely becoming more... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm playing more, more synth more, lines. More, more musical. Yeah. It's like... But I think that you're not, you wouldn't, it's still not that loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still not that. It's, still, it's not that up front. Just and tasteful. I, like, I mean, I love that I, word, tasteful. It just so. works in there just right. Well, I you will hear more of the same on our next album. Awesome. I mean, more tasteful, not more of the same. <laughs> additional tasteful <laughs> sin. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, we have some good stuff we're working on. I'm so excited, and you guys can't put it out soon enough because 
again, I'm following you now on, and, you know, everywhere. And uh, a lot and of people so after the, this. The record was just released uh, through distribution through uh, a path less traveled records. So it, it kind of officially came. It, we, we put it out by ourselves one time, and then we put it out again through a, a PR company, and then we just put it out again through a distribution company. So this is the third time the record's coming out, but we're still wow. pushing it. It's like the next record's right around the corner, and you know I, I'm still really, really proud of this this first record. But yeah, yeah, I think just like any uh, proud papa would say is like you know you always love the second show more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Am I right or am I right? You're, you know, you know, that's... First one's it, a complete dick, right? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, I could go into a lot right now. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me. You know how old your kids are. <laughs> I have a three-year-old and a three-month-old. Oh, Holy God. shit. So, yeah. Oh, so doing? you're you're kind of like Jordan a little oh, yeah, bit more. Yeah. Our drummer just had his second child. Yeah, he has like a he has a three month old and, and a, a two year old. Two year old. Yeah. Wow. I have the sixteen month. Chase has a Chase has a one week old. Wow. Baby next month. Yeah. And then I'm um, I'm thirty eight and Tim's twenty six, so I just kind of adopt. They're gonna him. marry each other. <laughs> oh, I'm just adopted. Oh, sorry, adoption. <laughs> you know, you guys talk about being so old and everything, and and Jeff, you're thirty. I'm thirty seven. So that is You're totally old. not. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, he's, uh, yeah, I guess I'm 38. You're I'm a little old. offended by this, you know. <laughs> <sighs> Come on. No, I, like I say that because like when he says old, he means yeah. normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Normal. There you go. Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Like Tim's, like I said, he's like probably 25 or 26, but he's like, and when he hangs out, he's like 90. Yeah. Some years old. Twenty five going on ninety. Yeah. Wow. And it's not. Yeah, it's not like the age. It's kind of like the more the. Because uh, <clears throat> you, you know, here we go. We talk about a lot of heavy. Here we go. We talk about a lot of heavy music. A lot of shit's like uh, pretty stagnant and insane. And no kidding. Because, yeah. And it's. I think it's because of. Uh, you know, I hate to say it like older, wiser, but that's kind of it. You know, it's just like mm. yeah. You know, I listened like all, you know, I listened like this, you know, and the you know when I was listening to all this stuff that came out in the '90s, I was also listening to you know uh, the hieroglyphics and like you know weird stuff like that, and like you know, it's awesome. like, oh, this, all this all this weird shit happened. And I just watched uh, some Slipknot DVDs for the first time in my life. I was wow! Really with you know the show, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like really into that. Skeleton DJ. <laughs> no. Slipknot. Skeleton DJ. So. Yeah, Slipknot's a weird band. It's damn straight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very talented fucking musicians. They got their thing going. But yeah. God damn it. I don't I want to masturbate to that if you give me a nickel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on that wow. note. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about the name now, because this is probably something I should have talked about at the beginning of the show, but I didn't. And, um, something that, um, you know, immediately caught my attention other than, you know, the, the, your video and, and how you sort of, uh, pimped that video and stuff, but Coke goat. Um, the first, actually the first band I, I thought of with, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of bands with goat in them. I thought of goat whore. I don't know if you guys listen to goat whore. 
but I'm like, oh, goat whore, you know, goat, goat has, you know, such a, such a weird connotation here. And, and, um, but and then I got on your website and, uh, let me read the, the, uh, what you have here on your website about, uh, the, the name Coke goat seriously wonders how a goat with a cocaine problem acts. They guess that that goat would fuck your face with riff heavy music that tastes like fresh flesh. That's amazing. That's an amazing. I mean, I don't know if we need to say anything more, but um, you know, how did this name come about? Honestly, uh, me and uh, her husband Max were sitting around at a at a bar restaurant that she has some involvement in, and we were drinking heavily. And I think uh, with any good friends, uh, a lot of puns came up, and uh, yeah. I think uh, one of the puns was like, you know. Yeah, it was like this this coke goat. He's like, bat, bat, bat. <laughs> interrupting you yeah. because he's so, he's so coked up. He wants more coke. He wants more. Wow. He's eating cans like crazy. <laughs> yeah. like, His like, nose is running. How, yeah. We don't know how goats act. Yeah, I barely, like, I know how goats taste. I don't know how goats act. <laughs> right. I've eaten goat myself, actually. Like I've, goat tacos, maybe, but like a live goat... I don't know. They I'd eat probably, cans, right? Probably, probably, yeah, especially, like, you know, it seems like goats are, yeah, really annoying. And, like, they'll just bother you. And, like, and so Coach Chef <laughs> Goat would be, like, 90 times that. Yeah. Oh, my God. They'd you be, like, what? homicidal yeah. at that point. I mean, it's not they're not safe to be around, you know? But also has the, it also has the, the deep, uh, deep uh, dark, demonic goat. Well, and it also, has a, it also has a drug. And like the drug has like a sharp C and a sharp K, and so like you know. You know those wow. were not things that were considered. In this <laughs> we're they were wasted, and then Jeff started calling this thing he was doing coke goat, and then when the band actually started happening, then he tried to change the name, and then it wouldn't happen because I didn't try to. I texted you one time at a show <laughs> where I was like, "Where's the bathroom? We should probably call the." He, he wanted to change the name, and then nobody would let it happen. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like anybody was like, "No, don't change the name." Everybody just still called it Coke Goat, and then Great. it couldn't get changed. Fuck it. So what thing's gonna Absolute. happen? Gotta tell my mom I'm a Coke Goat. <laughs> she already knew I was. <laughs> as soon as I came out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, I told my parents, but I called it Coco, like a drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of um, I don't know. I think Gibby Haynes in the Butthole Surfers still talks about you know how he you know he, he can't talk you know he can't say the name of his band to his parents you know to this day because you know they're still is that are you guys embarrassed? I mean, is there a certain company that you hold that you're still like sort of like yeah won't you know, say the I, name I, of the band? Kind of everyone that I try to tell the name to I'm, I'm kind of a little bit like hesitant like uh, what's your band name it's just like uh, Coco. Uh, Coco. you two I'm in you two <laughs> you two you're yeah. you two we you say two? that a lot yeah yeah we actually uh, add our guitar player and vocalist we call him the cliff which is because uh, he has the most which effects not the edge well, he, well it's not the edge but he has a lot of effects pedals wow so he's like so we, so we call him the cliff instead of the edge it's really bad he loves everything ed does love everything he's like an encyclopedia of music in general loves jethro toll i love jethro toll myself that's 
Yeah. A great, great band, man. You guys should talk for five hours about this. Get them on the show. Hook them up with me. He also loves the crazy 80s uh, Rush records. <laughs> I mean, More than I like the other I'm, Rush records that everyone I else I really likes. do like Rush. Can you open Rush. this picture? Rush is good. Rush, uh, they're on my bucket list, you know, of uh, bands that I have not seen up until now, and I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen them. Uh, Honestly, I just saw them last summer for the first time. I took my girlfriend, and we had, like, these great seats, and it was was awesome because I kind of grew up on them, and I was just like, this is fucking awesome. I hear that they... They they rock every show. They never yeah. have like a really bad show ever. <clears throat> they just do it right. That was that was nice. Um, but no, that was that was. I have some good ones myself. But that was. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I saw Rush at Northerly Island with I don't remember, but we took mushrooms and then. Oh my <laughs> I god! I got really freaked out because. These guys were looking at him, but they were security guards because he was oh crying. My. <laughs> he was crying so much. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was real emotional in a variety wow. of ways. Yeah. But uh, what bands are on your bucket list that you have not seen yet? You know, bands that you have to see before you die, and you'll be really sorry about if they die before you. I come from a kind of a... When it started off, I came. I came uh, well, I still have a soft spot, spot, spot in my heart for uh, like technical death metal bands, and I would love to see Necrophages. Oh yeah, yeah. Seems like that seems like they they become the the Guns and Roses of, <laughs> <laughs> of death metal. Where like there's like they're like it's a revolving cast of characters, and they're like it's like oh their next record is supposed to come out three years ago and they've been working on the new record for well you know you hear these stories blah 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 but i would love to see them because they play with some like, amazing people some amazing people uh, musicians have been in that band and they're they seem like a workhorse you know like it's mm-hmm. like a it's a fucking straight on tech machine those things are insane this record's insane i don't really see a lot of shows that really jazz me out that much but I did see Dolly Parton at Radio City Music Hall one time. There you go. That nice. was oh, Carol was... King was a great Ooh. one. I cried. Yeah. But uh, also um, Circle. I saw Circle at Roadburn uh, a couple of years ago. Also in oh, Carol yeah. Overlord. And that, I, I don't know what they're called now. They're not called Circle anymore. They like sold the name. I don't understand what happened. I love but I, that's whatever the new incarnation. I'm a huge fan of like the... I love, I love the electric wizard stuff. I love the mm-hmm. oh, uh, man. kind of like the uh, the weird mythology that they've created for themselves, sure. and like this crazy thing. And like you know, it's it's the music is wonderful. I think, and um, that'd be great to see. Um, I got to see. Uh, it was great in town. Like uh, High and Fire was in town. Yeah, I've never nice. seen them. I'm telling Jeff that. Like, but oh, I, wow. I've seen it like seen ten times. But this is the first time I've seen it. And but they. This is the first time like I've seen it with. I supposedly met Pike was sober and they were fucking this spot on. Played a little club oh. who I saw their empty bottle in Chicago. Their uh, capacity thing said one one hundred sixty six people. Which I don't think is, I think it's like 400. <laughs> I think it's like 400. Yeah, it seems, it seems insane. But High and Fire played on Saturday in a little club here. It's fucking awesome. Nice. It, I mean, this brought it. Like, you know, three people just bringing it. And it's like, man, I've been doing it forever, you know. It's yeah. Good stuff, you know. 
right on. Old people and good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I, I just saw here um, last month. I saw Mastodon and um, Gojira yeah. actually open for them here in uh, Pittsburgh. And Sorry? Gojira? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Amazing, amazing. Uh, I know you know Mastodon. Um, yeah. But, uh, and that was, it wasn't so much, you know, like young sort of, you know, Teen guys, sort of banging it out and, and mosh pits and everything, but it was yeah, more like us. Yeah, it was. It was, and I love seeing this, uh, like a lot of uh, this kind of metal, this really heavy music, appealing to sort of middle age, I guess. You know, yeah. we're, we're still young. We're still young, yeah, but yeah. we're yeah, yeah, we're not stupid young at this point. You know, and in some regards, you know, and of course we do this, um, but you know. But uh, I just, I, I really enjoyed the crowd, you know. Of course, there was still some moshing going on and everything. But for the most part, it was, it was a, a, you know, an audience of, of myself and, and sure. us. And, you know, a, a great show that was, uh, I think, during the winter was, uh, the lineup was Atlas Moth, a Chicago band, Bloodiest, a Chicago band, and Neurosis at the Metro. Nice, and, nice. Oh yeah. And it, you know, musically, it was a wonderful show. Aesthetically, it was a horrible show because it, it couldn't. Was so packed. It was so packed you couldn't uh. fucking see anything. But it was great. Like I sat down and like you know I sat down and like kind of listened to music instead of being like you know watching people perform. Just like yeah. actually like listen to them, and it sounded fucking great. It did. And it was a great lineup. I mean, that was, mm. those those are three bands, two two bands that are pretty newer. Pushing yeah. the fucking envelope, a band that's been around for fucking ever, pushing the envelope, always pushing the envelope, and that's like the first you know, time I saw neurosis. yeah, they're fucking. And I was brilliant. also like eight months pregnant at that show, so I was sort of like, wow. God. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I couldn't right. imagine. Oh yeah, and I was I was pregnant the whole like we started. I started playing in Coco, and then like two weeks later, I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Okay, well that's. Could be weird. So then I didn't tell yeah. them for a really long time. I had to make myself, you know, irreplaceable. I tried. <laughs> yeah, then I played up until I was like eight months. Basically. Wow. And then we took a break yeah. and then we recorded an album. Which, which I'm really looking forward to see the effects on a, on a baby while playing in a... She loves... In a, in a, in a, in a she loves Buried in the City. Yeah, she does video. all this weird shit. She's just like... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was in your stomach while well, I get this to write a song. Yeah. Wow. There's some great stories you will, you're going to tell at that point. Too. Yeah. Here's what I was doing while you are in my belly. You know? No, it's weird. It's awesome. It's awesome. Oh man! So um, you guys are playing shows um, around Chicago and everything. Um, I wish you were touring. You know, totally. I mean, you could totally fly across the Great Lakes and come here to Erie, and I would bring myself and a bunch of friends to see you because I think that would be all right. It's on our radar now. Nice. I hope so. I would. I would love to have some help. Fucking doing some stuff. I mean, it's really if if it's if. I know how to play music and write music and perform music, but there's people who know how to, you know, set up shows and set up a line of shows and stuff like that, and they do that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what people do, and that's what you know. That's you, you have to be in, you know, contact with the right people. And I think we made a uh, a great step with like going with the path, uh, Pathless Traveled Records and like getting our record out there, getting our record in the fucking stores, you know, so you don't have to 
then you go to the store and pay the 15 bucks instead of going through us and paying the 15 bucks and shipping and all that and all that bullshit but uh yeah it's just like connect you know the more you go the longer you the longer you go the longer the journey you you, you connect with the right people yeah. and uh they help you know people help everyone out each, you know each other out yeah and 99% of the time it's monetarily, but it's still, <laughs> it's still helping the, each other out, you know? Oh yeah. You're saying I'm laughing at how you're saying it. <laughs> no, you're right on. You're right on. It's getting really dark here as we're talking to you. And now it's like really dark. In yes. I, I've, I've witnessed the sun setting as we're doing no, this interview. It's like awesome. Literally in a basement. Is that a huge bag of weed right there? I've been wondering. For like no, it's month. sunflower seeds, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I plated like. Uh, uh, I'm like that is so big. What did he leave it there all the time? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I. I can't really do that kind of thing anymore, but. I also do kids parties. I know. Me neither. About when I yeah. Ten yeah. years ago, I would have killed for a bag of weed <laughs> that friggin' big. Uh, yeah, after baby, now it's just like uh, if I, I tried once or twice, but. Smoking pot does not work for me. Uh, <laughs> I think it's sunflower seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff clearly has no babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Well, this has been amazing tonight, guys. I'm, I'm so glad you've spent this much time with me here just talking and bullshitting and just having a good time. I'm so, I'm so glad you have an edit key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, but uh, go, uh, goatcoke.com. Is where everyone. Coke. I know. Add a key. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Cokegoat.com is where you can find out more about this band. And you guys have been more than generous with me tonight. It's been uh, really a lot of fun. And um, I just, I, I can't wait for more. Can't wait for more. You guys. Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, appreciate it. New stuff coming. By the record. Support local music. Have fun. Drink beer. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Thank so, you. again, um, you know, I'm going to close things out, but hopefully you won't hang up after the call because I have a few other things that I'm going to try to try to talk to you about here after the call. And uh, but, man, it's been a fantastic time. So is there anything you'd like to pimp here before we sort of end the show and, um, you know, call it a night? Check out social media. Listen to stuff. Listen to music. Have a good time. Uh now we're your mother's lips. <laughs> Sage wisdom, Jeff. <laughs> Just tell it like it is. Every time. Every time. I love you guys. Here, like, we could show you like like the, the 40 beer bottles. <laughs> I know. 40 beer bottles. My, my pit bull is now like laid down at my feet. Sure, the whole bunch I got here myself. I don't know if you saw how many I, I was opening here during I the still, interview. I but. thought maybe you just were reaching under the desk. <clears throat> To throw stuff away. No, here's my beer stash. Get another <laughs> one. You know, no, that's what it was. So, a bunch here myself. Good stuff, man. Hey, Thanks. comes with the territory. But you guys are awesome. I'm, I just really appreciate you. I'm going to support you and pimp you out however I can. And I just hope you keep making some awesome Ooh. music and awesome burps and videos as well. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if you're feeling pressure after uh, the Buried in the City video, but your next video. We've already talked about it in a very drunken state, and I'm not even sure if everybody really realized that that's what we were talking about. 
Yeah. That's awesome. And Jeff's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I got it all right here. Yeah, all right here. That's what I'm talking about. You guys, you know how to take risks. I mean, you know how to how to do it. So yep. Rock on guys. Well, thank you for talking with me tonight. And um hopefully we'll we're gonna see you in Pennsylvania soon. You're coming to Erie. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks. All right. Rock sure. and roll guys. Thanks. You too.